Fabulous for Losers, a pop culture and reality TV roundup. I'm Jessica Jardin. I'm Marcy Jarrow. Hello, Jess. We're in person. Can you hear? Can you feel the buzz? I hope listeners can feel the buzz. We're in person because last week there was... I could, he- I could hear yes. a buzz and it was very hard to edit. So I was just like, I will risk getting COVID. Let's do this. Uh- well, I hate technical problems, but I'm grateful it led to getting to be together. And I, I get know. to see your kitties very briefly. They ran, they hid, they hid, but they, they sort of froze. And that one ran, two froze, and just made like terrified eye contact with Yes, me. yes. But I'll take it. I miss them so much. They're so sweet. Jess, how have you been? You know what? Good. This is, uh, this was a really like packed feeling week. Mm. I went to Palm Springs. Yeah, she spent Palm Springs there with her Valentine's weekend. I did a little Valentine's getaway. It was so fun. And yeah, Tim and I went to Palm Springs and we stayed at this hotel that I've always wanted to stay at called the Parker. It is very beautiful. Retro vibes. I do believe there was a Kardashian sister sleepover there. I think you're right. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. It's very lush and gorgeous. It was so fun. It just was really fast. It was like it went by really, really fast and then came back to the Super Bowl on Sunday, which just had such weird energy in the city. Like I felt so like I just and I like full disclosure, I don't think this will shock anybody. (laughs) I really hate football, like aggressively don't like it as like a I just don't like it as a sport. And I also just like a lot of people don't care for the NFL and think it's like a horrific organization. Oh, yes, absolutely. Um, And so it's like, but then every year I'm like the Super Bowl. And like, I do watch it every year. (laughs) And like, it's just a a cognitive dissonance of my own. But then there, yeah, there was like, it was such a celebrity banana. Because it should, someone said this, that it should always be in LA. Absolutely. Like the Oscars, because then everyone goes. It was so, so many people I knew were there, which was yes a real humbling moment yes i felt i felt a bit poor (laughs) (laughs) but like i said i wouldn't want to go i can't even imagine the traffic no Uh, even when we the forum which is very nearby is is tough to get in and out of like it's a pretty it's a it's a dense part of the city yeah my friend was sitting literally next to i thought she was in front of but she was actually side by side with rami malik roxane gay was a few rows back wow yeah I mean, it was just she. She did get pictures, like she, like she, like sent a video. It's like very loud, and she's like, "Kanye, do I see Kanye?" And she was joking, but I was like, "You did see Kanye. I saw him because I saw the two little kitties." Oh my god, little kitties! Well, that and that, yeah, it was. It kind of like, and we'll get to the Kanye of it all, but like that piece of it, like tracking all of the Kanye ness of the weekend, and then that like intersecting with suddenly the Super Bowl, and it's here in L.A. There just was a lot of sort of intensity to it. And yeah, it was, I guess, really exciting that the L.A. team won. But yeah, I feel like no connection to it. If you had Uh, asked me a month ago, does L.A. have a football team? I would have been like, no. Well, and they didn't. Like, I've lived here for... They have two basketball teams. So I think they traded a basketball team for a football team. (laughs) It was like such the almost a funny defining part of L.A. life that like, isn't it weird? And why particularly like USC and UCLA football have always reigned supreme because we didn't have a football team for so long. And so the idea that like I've it made me feel crazy for how long I've lived here. I was like that we have multiple football teams and we are in the... I think there's the Chargers too, right? 
You tell me something new every day. You might be wrong. The Chargers. LA Chargers. Yes. What the fuck? There's two football teams now. The Chargers came from and San... And I told you, if you would ask me, <laughs> I would have said none and at that all. And that was already a really big deal because they were the San Diego Chargers, the pride of San Diego, and then they Where became... Where did they all live? I don't know. Where do they put... Is it like a real world style house? <laughs> I know so they have bunk, very reinforced bunk beds for these heavy men. Heavy, heavy men. <laughs> I yeah. I I just it's so it just felt like wow. I've really been in LA a long time, and you know, like the the halftime performance was really thrilling. I was I was I was excited for all of it, but you know, also there was so much like it was the best of them all. And I said, have we all forgotten Beyonce? <laughs> Well, he, here's the thing. I'm is biased. It wasn't, it wasn't the most extravagant performance, yeah. but as far as like everyone feeling like they uh, owned a part of it. And the yes, set it was, design was so, I felt like, like inventive. And two it, whole generations were like, that's for me. Yes. And, and it felt like, yeah, oh. that's for me. And whereas Beyonce doesn't have that reach for everyone. No, it's, it's just that I could feel that thing to me where I was like, oh, but, and then I was like, no, you're a crazy Beyonce fan. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, like a mechanic who is 45 years old, maybe, maybe could be a Beyonce fan, but you know, for sure that they had one of those artist albums, a hundred, probably all of them when they were in high school. I had them all, but that, that, bum, 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 bum. oh my gosh, I, when Eminem kneeled, I thought, oh no, he's very sad. And then I realized, <laughs> I didn't realize it was like, I was like, I didn't oh, realize sad, it either. He's sad about Tupac. I also, I thought it was just like a, <laughs> he's so I, sad about Tupac. I did too. I didn't clock it. Uh, and I, you know, obviously that's, uh, I liked reading that that was, it was a form of protest that he was making, obviously yeah. like Ka- Kaepernick. But yeah, I, I also was like, oh, he He's got sad. tired? Did he get tired? He got also, very tired. I was by myself watching it and I literally screamed. I also tweeted it. I screamed, Fuff, he's upside down. <laughs> it was a lot. It was a very, it was star studded. It was, it had a lot of Mary excitement. Mary J. Blige was so fun. She looked incredible oh but it did make me laugh speaking of Beyonce she had you know big blonde hair and tall boots and like a kind of you know bodysuit style yes and Tim made me laugh he goes I mean that's kind of a Beyonce rip-up outfit Jess right (laughs) and I was like it's kind of pop star you know it's not really and he's like but that's like so Beyonce though and I was like thank you for looking out (laughs) (laughs) but I think that Mary J he's working overtime for Valentine's Day (laughs) It was He's like, putting in the work. It was like, oh, that's like blatant ripoff. And I was like, Mary J comes before Beyonce. Yes. She it, gets to do whatever she wants to do. Absolutely. She, Beyonce would agree. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, it was. I think that part was exciting. But yeah, I do not support the NFL. No. When I worked in marketing, one of the clients, it wasn't a personal client, but one of my coworkers' clients was the NFL. And wow. they would, they had a program to raise money for former NFL players. NFL players being paid what they are paid is very new. This is like yeah. back in like this, the at least the people who were alive when my company was representing the NFL, people who were like ball players in the 60s and 70s and 80s were like destitute. Oh, yeah. Injured for life, yeah. destitute, and the NFL made so much money off of them, and then they were like living below poverty line bodies broken for their entire lives 
And so they're like, oh, we give money to them. It's like you give a little bit of money to them. It's almost like how we treat veterans. Not the same thing at all, but like that, like you profited fully. This has all been for you. And now these people have nothing and they have in- brain injuries. And, and it's just like, it's like, and a lot of feel people, bad. the, the owners themselves, the NFL itself, like I, I didn't, you know, that when the Rams won, they brought out like the owner of the team, an older man, and they like gave him the trophy first. And I was like, who's this man? And of course he's a billionaire, but it, it was interesting. He was like, a, you know, a financier. He owns a couple of sports teams, but he, his money, his billions don't come from his money. It's his wife because his wife is a Walton. For anyone who's Sam, know, it's it's so the Walt Bud Walton is the founder of Walmart, and I thought it was Sam Walton. I think it's maybe it's Bud is his nickname. I okay, think. I think it's uh, only well, because of Sam's did I think of that because sam's is owned by oh there's two okay so there's bud and sam are the co-founders so good we're both oh god isn't that good when that happens (laughs) if you ever look it up don't because it'll make you ill like it's like you know 80 percent of the world's wealth is in this family basically that's not the number but like it's you know the nieces and the cousins and so and this owner of the rams's wife is a is bud walton's daughter so she's like the princess you know wow. what i mean she's like a direct the direct daughter yeah. of the founder and so you know <laughs> it just it look there's billionaires in the world it's a we're not going to solve that but it was just yeah it's just a really it just is a really weird event and like i was very tripped out by like celebrities in commercials even though that is always the norm with the super bowl it somehow felt like way more than usual and it mm. was this thing where i was like isn't it crazy to remember when we were like teenagers and in our 20s that like movie stars would go make those commercials like in Japan and hide them? Like it was because the concept of selling out was so gauche and damaging to their careers if they were like legitimately talented or, you yeah. know, or if actors or whatever it was. And I was like, this is the craziest time to be alive. Like Larry David hawks crypto and it's like someone, these people do not need the money. And it's just it's just to do it, you know, and like it that's the norm beyond the Super Bowl. But I was just very like the whole event. And it's not on like a high moral high ground, but it is just this like super American kind of pageantry of like a lot of what I see is like the ugliest parts. But then also I'm entertained and I'm like clapping along and having takeout, you know, (laughs) I mean, I didn't go that far, Jess. I mostly just don't have the attention span to like wait. I don't want also. I was like, I'm not watching commercials. No, they're also I, not good. Also, they now release them all like beforehand. Like, yeah, they do like a two week rollout on the Today Show and they yeah. like have them there like announcing their commercial. And you're like, no, this is an odd time. And I don't care if you want to advertise to me, you will listen to me through my phone <laughs> and then give me targeted Instagram ads forever even after i've purchased the item that you've targeted me for absolutely in between figuring out that i only want videos of like nails and smushed face kittens i would also like to be advertised a sparkly purse yes and i will buy it uh, immediately or a buffy blanket i guess (laughs) which i fucking have (laughs) i love it no sponsors guys okay did you watch anything fun this week i watched I watched the season two of Love is Blind. So I loved Love is Blind season one. I And I fell deep in. I think we both did. Like, w- w- what is the vibe? Tell me. I cannot wait to watch this. I mean, this. I, because 
you know, the last thing we watched from Love is Blind was their reunion. Yes. And so we're like, whoa, who's a bad guy? Who's a good guy? Apparently yes. Amber was a bad guy all along. Mm-hmm. But so now you're so but I remember just them like getting to the altar, that part and them like fighting in their relationships. And I forgot the whole part about w- hot people don't know they are uninteresting <laughs> this or, is such a or hard, rude hard or yeah and and it's so so fun to just watch some people you're like <laughs> you don't know you don't know that you're disgusting <laughs> there is one part this is not really much of a spoiler but there's this one girl who's like i mean i think he likes me and this other girl and she, i'm not worried about her and the producer goes you know he can't see you, right? Because <laughs> she was like alluding to like, and, and I don't think I need to worry about her, if you know what I mean. And he was you like, you know the premise of the show that you're on. <laughs> but I am convinced that hot people can tell who is hot just by listening to them because none of the none of the like middling people made it. <laughs> <laughs> that is a fascinating scientific theory that I would die to have tested because uh, there is a part of me that thinks you're right. Yeah, I yeah. think you're right. I think that it's like, like gaydar and hot dar. Well, because I was even thinking when watching Love is Blind this week, like Lindsay's voice is such a like gr- a woman's voice. You said Love is Blind. Not Love is Blind. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Ha- see, uh, there's too many from my brain. Too many. Too many. Summer, um, House. Summer House. Lindsay's voice is such a like hot girl voice of my whole life like there's no way that she could be she could have such a horrible voice and such a loud confident voice yes like i was like i was thinking about her voice this week and i was like i have known so many women with like this like rasp and like it's like a raspy bitchy voice and like it's always a blonde thin bitch (laughs) it just is like if i ever met a woman who was not that with that voice i would be floored floored but it's fun to watch i want to watch i don't know it's one of those it would be hard for us to cover yeah because they all drop in like chunks you know yeah so but there's more coming up on friday i i am desperate and hungry for more okay it's good it's good it's good watching well i watched the J-Lo movie. <gasps> Marry Me, yes. Peacock's Finest? Peacock's Finest. Maybe I, the only thing that Peacock is promoting ever. Yeah, the promotion cycle for this has been and, a blitz. And the Bel Air. Yes. And for anyone who doesn't know, it is like possibly the world's weirdest premise. A pop star. <laughs> she She's herself, basically. She's J-Lo, but with a different name. And she is supposed to marry this other pop star on stage live that they are like have a anyways. And then somehow ends up it's like a Notting Hill, but with Owen Wilson as the Hugh Grant, basically, Ah. where he's this like normal school teacher. And then they end up spontaneously getting married. This is all in the trailer. This is not a spoiler. And it's like, how will they make it work? And I got to tell you, like the premise was is so paper thin. It is definitely not a good movie, but we were like. Man, movie stars are crazy because like (laughs) you just you never don't believe it. You never believe that this character is real. And like Owen Wilson also has like a 25 year old haircut and looks insane. (laughs) And but just you're like happy watching movie stars. You know what I mean? Like they're just so big and they're both so specific. Yeah. And like 
it, they don't really have chemistry. They make the movie makes no sense, <laughs> no sense. Um, and there's also a lot of like funny branding that was making me laugh. Like clearly they have a lot of sponsorships as part of it, but in this way that like we're used to on like American Idol, they're like and oh, drinking their big Coca Colas. Yeah, but there's so much of it, and they're like, but the concert is at City National Stadium. <laughs> How will we get to City National in time? Because the City National Bank <laughs> is at the stadium. And I was like, why did I hear the City National Bank three times in a sentence? <laughs> like it's so silly and i honestly it's a fun it's a fun watch and she looks incredible they dress her like actually very speaking of mary j it's very mary j blige like she cashmere turtleneck like ah. big hoops really fun and she's just it's just a very weird thing to have made but that was my watch and then the only thing i'm going to give a plug <gasps> yes I'm going to plug for anyone who follows me. I posted about this. I will be probably spamming over the next couple days. I am. I have a lot of vintage clothes. This is a funny pivot. I have a lot of vintage clothes that I, I definitely did a lot of stress buying in the pandemic <laughs> online vintage shopping and I have to get rid of them. I started an online vintage store called Fruit Queen Vintage Oops. that you can find on Depop and on Instagram. But I for anyone in the L.A. area, I will be at the Silver Lake Flea Market this Sunday from 10 to 4. This Sunday, which is the 20th? It is the 20th. February. No, no, no. No, February. Yes, Sunday, February 20th. 20th, 2022. Oh, yeah. Okay. 2022. 2022. Yes. Oh, my God. It's a it's a magical date. And I'll have a little booth. And I'm like, it's like a dream come true. I've always wanted to have a little flea market stand. I'm a flea market head. What what time? Uh, 10 to 4. 10 and to it's 4. In, it's on, you can find it all at Silver Lake Flea is their Instagram. It has all, all the info. Bunch. It's a really cute flea market for anyone who knows LA. It's in the old, that French restaurant, that old like T-A-I-X, Tay or Tex. It's in their parking lot. So you can go get like a martini afterwards and oh. like a huge French dinner. <laughs> oh yeah, just the Get heaviest. like a beef bourguignon after you flea, you know, shop something just real heavy <laughs> on like a nice hot day but that's my little plug and i'll be doing more dates in march and posting about them so you know if you unless want, you sell out all your clothing i might I sell out all my clothing and not do it anymore that would um, be great would be a great problem to have but uh, come say hi and if not look at my shop okay that's it that's look my, at my plug. shop there's so much news so much news okay kanye <sighs> right that's where we're we going can't first. start anywhere else it's, you know. it is the uh, it is the it is the Yeezy in the room. That was I love that, Jess. I loved it a lot. So <laughs> I don't even know where so much has happened. Like since last Friday when we recorded, so Thursday, so much has happened. At first it was Kanye posting these memes of him as Marvel superheroes. Which I think he took from Reddit, I learned. Probably, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that it was just like him against Pete and he was calling Pete skeet. And it was very like, this is crazy and funny. And he's like, like, you know, posting and yeah, we deleting. Were all laughing at first because it was like a thing you never see a celebrity, especially like. And it was silly. It, it was the, silly. The tone of it felt silly. And then it just took like a drastic turn on Sunday. Sunday. yeah. When he starts posting screen caps of Kim begging him to stop. And then asking him, why are you posting? Like, it just became, it went from like, this guy is making a huge scene to this guy is abusing his wife. And I do think 
I don't think enough people like keyed into that. I think eventually, and we got a, a listener wrote a really great comment about that too. And I think like, especially for a lot of women, I think who have been harassed and in similar situations, it was like deeply triggering. And even for people who weren't, haven't been in those situations, it was, I think suddenly the, how terrifying and unsettling it it was, was it really, really it, it was truly, jarring. It just took a turn, though. Yeah. It was like one minute you're like, "This is too much," and I'm like, okay. I feel, I feel so bad for Kim and Pete. And then it was like, "Oh no, this is dangerous for her." And she literally, in one of those screen grabs, which we should never have seen, is like, "He, we could get hurt. Like somebody could hurt him or us. Like this is serious." Because he had stuff that was like, "If you see them, yell Kim Ye forever," and like, t- in instructing like literally like instructing his fans to harass and like verbally assault them. I just had so many feelings on Sunday and Monday about what he was doing. One, I was like, this must be so scary for Kris Jenner. Yeah. Who lived through one of her best friends being murdered by an obsessive husband. Mm-hmm. Like, Nicole Brown sent him. I don't know if OJ would have had an Instagram where he tweeted or, or tweeted he, where he posted a bunch of stuff, but like, you know, like that's part of their family history is they've been, you know, a witness to extreme obsessive, obsessive like husbands. And then on top of that, then we have Kim was held at gunpoint yeah. and robbed in Paris. Yeah. I mean, it is, it is, so callous and so uh like, i think everybody could see that it's like this idea of it being like a fight and a lot of his posts were about fighting for your family yeah. and like but it was so about control yeah like about controlling you know starting and we talked about this last week with north but like so about controlling her and controlling the, and not respecting her at all as a person as her co-parent <sighs> as like a human being existing in the world just to be like posting like she's like why do you keep posting our private conversations i'm your number one fan so condescending i don't care what kind of like episode he's having and we can have all the compassion in the world for people who are dealing with a mental illness he knows he has bipolar disorder he has said he has it he will not get treatment and there he could so easily like take care of himself and he doesn't I also think like, and I, I I know that this created a lot of like, yeah, to your point, conversation around like, oh, they're, you know, but this is someone in crisis and we can't, you know, like, we, and that is true. And all we can hold space for all of the things yes. to be true. And I think that that gets confused that it's like he can absolutely be abusing her. And also it is coming from a place of trauma and mental illness. Yes. He is also still he's a grown man who, who has is, access to everything in the a world. Billionaire. He is. In infinitely powerful yes and that is he is not he, he already lost his family because of this stuff and he yeah. won't get it under control and now he's like doing grand gestures which he literally told andy cohen she did not want <laughs> I know. sent a truck full of roses even to her house yes um even though she was with pete on the east coast oh. posted about it oh i know i was gonna say though but but that specific comment though of like i'm your number one fan i was like you're not stupid Mm -mm. you might be having a manic episode you're being so condescending to her right now 
I'm your biggest fan. You are at you like I don't like you're just being you're being a fucking prick. Well, it's meant to provoke. And like yes. that's the thing that I kept thinking about was like it, this is not a political conversation, but it's why he loves Trump so much is because they have the two of them maybe more than any people on this planet, quite honestly, the ability to at whatever cost to people in their life to their loved ones to anybody keep the conversation on them yes and make themselves the focus and like on sunday and monday like my mom i hung up with my mom on monday and she asked me questions about kanye for like an hour and a half because she was riveted and it's yes. like this that is the trumpian piece that's why he was obsessed with trump is that like that ability to just understand people's attention and what they talk about and what they're interested in even if you're the devil in that conversation you don't care because yeah. the goal is to just maintain the attention on yourself and that's what trump did until he was deplatformed so yes. successfully no matter what it doesn't matter if it makes you look bad it doesn't matter who gets hurt it's just that you have this innate understanding of like people's interest and obsessions and anger and it's like they're so they're so simpatico to each other sometimes i like can't really believe it and another part is like why we were all laughing before the turn was because they could both be really funny oh and my it's God. so frustrating. Oh my God. Because you're like, I don't want, yes, this is genuinely funny and I know how you've won people over. You are like, you know, like, it's, yeah, it's Trump calling people losers and make, we're all laughing about it and then it's also like single-handedly destroying democracy and it's like, <laughs> you know, that, that is, and, 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 and so much of Kanye's rants were, are about similarly like this obsession with the media and like and tr he was so excited that he trended above the Super Bowl and they was like my Instagram is a platform yes. and I just think he and he's like obsessed with he's just obsessed with I think like public attention and uh, like that's what it is he wants people to side with him he doesn't want Kim back no he doesn't want her to be with other people because none he, they have been going through a divorce for over a year yeah it wasn't until there was a picture of her with Pete Davidson that he even cared. He's dated three other women publicly. Julia Fox was going on the Comedia Blitz campaign. Gotta say, also, I really like her. I don't care. No, I, I came around. I really came around. This was the week. I feel good. I liked her early, though. I, I agree. <laughs> I give it. I give you the win. I was not into it when we talked. And then this week, I was like, good for this bitch. She cut her losses so fast and was like, you think I'm crying over Kanye? And like her comments have been so funny and then the, the whole like uncut jobs i was like guys I, I was high uh, <laughs> leave me alone and uncut jobs for anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about please google tiktok julia fox uncut gems there is from her what is the it's a, daddy, I think a call, call, your, daddy. call your daddy podcast she's talking about being a muse for the softy brothers as in, a professional a podcaster it would be like owning a, a burger stand and not knowing who wendy's is I don't not mcdonald's not mcdonald's but wendy's wendy's i don't listen i know uh, i know i should know uh, every now and then i tell jess how much other podcasters makes and she can't believe it i'm living in a very small bubble i, I was listen, like my favorite murder just did like a 15 million dollar deal she's like what i listen to us sometimes <laughs> and then las culturistas <laughs> that's all i listen to
What Sorry. else is? What, who needs anything else? So apparently, this lady's a big deal, and uh, yeah, so she she is very funny in it, and it's become a TikTok trend of people making fun of her. And she responded because she's young and cool, and you know, I, I I don't like love her dance with Kanye in this moment, like, and what she you know. At least a, she got in and out. But though. I mean, what what did we talk about six weeks ago? Did we did any of us talk about this woman this much? It is the most successful come up. Yeah, she leveraged that shit. Yeah, because so she was like hard. She was a New York kid girl, and that's how like she got on the scene. I think she, I, yeah, I really, I like it. And also, you know, she had this thing where people were like she's following Kim. It must be over. She's like, I never stopped call, follow. I never, I was always following Kim, and I always liked her posts. I always liked her posts, and because that was like the thing is like she was a big Kim Kardashian fan long yeah. ago, and I, I don't know, I there's some good things that came out of this julia fox being a complete unapologetic weirdo is one that i i am happy for whereas the kanye of it all that the never ending obsession from kanye also you know what i think that really bothers me and people who listen to the podcast would know but the narrative out there from like fathers it's like like because he said kim kidnapped his children he said she won't let him see it's like we fucking see you with your kids every weekend what are you talking about yeah that's somebody i saw that somewhere it was like so this man is like constantly screaming about his kids being withheld and then two an hour later we see a photo of him out with his kids somewhere because she doesn't have a custody agreement she doesn't have to let him see the kids if she doesn't want to and in fact i bet he takes so fucking long to get to the custody agreement he's gonna use this and use this and use this forever but other people have said it they're like this is the classic dad abandoning abandoning dad thing of like they won't let me see my children it's like you fucking moved to wyoming two years ago you moved to another state why are you acting surprised that you aren't included in the daily activity schedule of these four children that you don't see he did he has been doing whatever the fuck he has wanted to do at this point between the move to wyoming the run for president the disclosing of the most like heinous private pieces of him and Kim's life. Like he has continually chosen to do exactly what he wants to do. And then a very powerful woman who he's married to said enough. And he fucking hates it. And he is shredding her, but through the lens of like purported, like love and chasing but it is it is classic classic like misogyny and Mm -hmm. control and like violence you know like it is really really scary and i mean we were talking about it today like because you think you said something like well this was a way for him to lose custody or i forget how you framed it but it's yeah like like, this is the dumbest way for him to lose custody and i like and it's like like posting (sighs) picture posting sketches that pete davidson did from 2018 and acting as if that man's attacking him it's like sir you're reaching so far this is so bad for what you want which i know the full force as i was saying back was like the full force of chris jenner and Kimberly Noel's legal, like... But that's what I think is really complicated. They don't want him not to have custody. No, but I think that now that they... I don't even know they will now. I think it'll be so much more fucking awful for them. I don't yeah. think they want to take... I we don't think it is worst hour. I don't think that Kim wants to withhold those kids from him. Well, no, and we also know they have a history of forgiveness. Yes. For the men that wronged them. 
Yeah. You know, and so you add in how much going into all this, she did not want to to keep them, keep the yeah. kids from him. Now, I do think what he has ordered on his plate is to have a judge make him go, mm. make him get on medication. This is what this yeah. is. Like, I, I think. I think that's what we may see Kim angle for. Yeah. To withhold custody until he gets that under control or that he only has supervised visits, which will go, it will play out so terribly. But I do see that being where this goes. And I even see a portion of time where he says, I won't be controlled. They won't let me see my kids. 100%. And it being that's the narrative where he where he could do he could he could have everything could have gone his way a hundred it's so sad to me that he is one that he suffers from bipolar disorder and two that he's also a narcissist and three that he is an egomaniac and the controlling uh, abusive guy he's abused so many other women too like verbally harassment you know i and we have only seen what he does in public. Like I, ho- I hope to God that it is not physical. I'm not saying that it is physical no. in any way, but it. But we are even looking through like a limited lens, and, and like and like emotional torture for people. And can like the thing when that day was so crazy on Sunday, and just yeah, like you said, like this like kind of pivot into like that. I think we all started having into oh, this is like abuse. This is horrific. And then you cut to like this image of them sitting, him sitting with his kids at the Super Bowl. And it like broke my heart. Like those kids have no idea, nor should they, but there will be a period in their lives where all of this, all of this and all of us following along, those are their parents. Like those are kids that are some of them on their phones right now. Like what will Oh my God. It is just like the narcissism also, to just put that out in the world for those kids to like, I just, it makes me like ill. It for makes the, me hate his For ass. the briefest of moments, he did delete everything and put up an apology oh, yeah. that was like, I apparently all caps is screaming at you. I just want my family back. And it was like, well, then that didn't last long either. No, and everybody was like, well, that's not his, how he writes. The publicist wrote that. Someone yeah. took his phone for an hour. <laughs> I just want like... I really hate what he's doing. I hate it. I hate it. And it makes me hate him. But I know that ultimately, ultimately, I want him to get himself under control and work towards doing better. Yeah. And yeah, I I still see a future where where they have a good relationship because she works so hard and no one will give her. We will give it. We all will, guys. But she doesn't get the credit given to her that she deserves for truly enduring and having compassion for this shit well because she knows that like her kids don't win yeah if they if they don't know their dad you know or if she gets in the mud and like where he's at and like and how hard she's ridden for him in the past also this is another thing that should not be that we shouldn't ignore is that like i think a lot of this is to put pressure on kim and pete to break up yeah like to make it so unbearable for Pete Davidson that Kim either says, I don't want to subject you to this, or he's like, I'm not sure I can handle this. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. It is meant to like put crack it open that it is like, and how could it, I mean, if it's also such, it's such a bummer. Cause anyways, yes, it is that. And it is, it really, again is just like the selfishness on display so this man has been like running around with multiple women 
as a single man, which is like his right. But yes, it is so classic in the sense of like a man appeared in her life and all of a sudden and it was not acceptable. I tell you what, guys, though, I I do go check every few hours to see what Yay has posted. And then I also click on to see if anyone I know has liked it. And I have been unfollowing anyone who's <gasps> liking his stuff. Ooh. And I've had moments where I was like, well, this is questionable because maybe this is just them thinking he's doing better in this moment. But ultimately, I am not down with the men in my life who are liking the Kanye post right now. No, it's a good litmus test. I think mm-hmm. women and women, if you're gonna go on a date with somebody <laughs> look up we'll look see. up their ig i guess you can't see likes as much like remember that. you used to be able to oh that it was my delicious. favorite we know some people who i've told you oh. some men we knew who got busted when you could like slide over and see the likes oh. and i we would my old sketch team we would send screenshots of some of the some of the men of ucb that oh. all were just loving like big booty instagram model accounts and it was like dog we can see you i still <laughs> every time britney spears posts like a naked or kind of like very yeah. sexy we have a friend that always likes it but he only likes those and i'm always texting like <laughs> i see you like this post and he's like what can i say <laughs> i think i've told this before but i one morning i was like going on scrolling having a little like spree didn't was not thinking about it and our friend tony tony ramos she texted me one of the screenshots of my likes <gasps> and was like you psycho with exclamation marks because it was like 15 persian cats <laughs> <laughs> she was like and i had a persian cat at the time oh. <laughs> and it was like even yeah, i like looking at them i felt so suddenly seen i was like oh, oh <laughs> just speaking of really quick look at my cat down there oh on her heating, goodness, pad. On she's, heating pad she's sleeping and trying to also kill a fake mouse <laughs> oh my god i love her happy on a heating pad she's so happy on her heating pad okay we, have we to gotta move on. move on it's all terrible i hate it and i'm sure it's so triggering for so many people and i and we all deserve better yeah and it's it's very difficult to toe the line on how to talk about it and also not glorify it and also and that's what i mean by that like trumpian piece of it where it's like i you know you feel like you're feeding the beast but also like i think it's important to talk about the way that this relates to a a big reality for a lot of women particularly. Yeah. But Uh, moving on, um, I have to just share a funny one. Okay. You guys have been listening to a free preview of Ellis for losers. Ooh, we hope you liked it. Oh yeah. And if you did, you can go on over to patreon.com slash L is for losers and you can sign up to listen to our full episodes, which mm-hmm. are quite meaty. <laughs> and we also will have our vintage recaps of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Oh, it's fun. We got a whole lot of stuff there for you. You're going to love what you find. Yeah, it's <laughs> patreon.com slash L is for losers. Bye. Bye.